0: You uh, also met Dean, didn't you? James well, uh, my f- very first night in Hollywood, I met James Dean. It was a very, very odd uh, occurrence. Um, I had arrived off the plane. Those were, you know, it took a long time in those days—about sixteen hours flight—and um, I'd been met by Grace Kelly and various people. But I found that I was alone for myself for the evening, and uh, a woman I knew phoned up and said let me take you out to dinner and we went to various places and she was wearing trousers and they wouldn't let her in any of the smart Hollywood restaurants thank it you, you know whatever it was 1952 54, something like that however we finally went to a little Italian dive and that was full and so one got turned away I said oh, honestly I don't mind just a hamburger anyway I was hungry by then and then I heard feet running down the street and it was James Dean. And he said, I was in that restaurant, you couldn't get a table. And my name's James Dean. He said, will you come and join me? So we said, yes, very kind of him. And then going back into the restaurant, he said, oh, before we go in, I must show you something. Um, I've just got a new car. And they in the courtyard of this uh, little restaurant was a I don't know what the car was some little silver very smart thing all done up in cellophane with a bunch of roses tied to its bonnet uh, and I said how fast do you, can you drive in this is I can do 150 in it and I said have you driven it he said no I've never been in it at all and some strange thing came over me some almost different voice and I said look I won't join your table unless you want me to but I must say something please do not get into that car because if you do and I looked at my watch and I said if you get into that car at all it's now Thursday whatever the date was uh, 10 o'clock at night and by 10 o'clock at night next Thursday you'll be dead if you get into that car I was all nonsense someone had dinner we had a charming dinner and he was dead the following uh, Thursday afternoon in that car, it was one of those odd things. Where, where did I mean? Has it ever happened to you before? <laughs> no, I'm glad to say, but it was one of a very, very odd, spooky experience. He was—I liked him very much. I would love to have known known him more. Yes.
1: And so, September thirtieth. 1955 at 5:45 p.m. 24-year-old actor James Dean is killed in California in the town of Challeme when his Porsche Spider hits a Ford two-door sedan at an intersection. The driver of the other car, 23-year-old California Platonic State University student Donald Turnspeed was dazed but mostly uninjured. Dean's passenger German Porsche mechanic Rolf Winifrick was Badly injured, but survived. Only one of Dean's movies, East of Eden, had been released at the time of his death. Rebel Without a Cause and Giant opened shortly afterwards, but he was already on his way to Superstardom and the crash made him a legend. Good evening. It is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That clip that you just heard was Alec Guinness in 1977 being interviewed. Um, If I could find it. Let's go back. What interview was this? It was in 1977, so around the time of Star Wars. He was being interviewed about the time that he met James Dean in the car. Many people have talked about that car. You know, um, Eartha Kitt talked about it. Um, You know, I I mean, it, it was a moment. It was a moment. Um, and you and you think about what transpired afterwards. And um, here we go. I went on to
2: Las Vegas. I think the next day to open my show,
0: and it was a few days later that one of the girls in the chorus came to my dressing room and she said, "Jamie's dead." I already knew it. He was gone. The Sunday before when I had hugged him. And he was he wasn't there.
1: And um That was Eartha Kitt talking about James Dean. They they were very close throughout that time. When she said, "You know, this car is gonna kill you," and he said, "Oh, Kit, you're on one of your voodoo trips," you know. She said how she hugged him and she recognized he wasn't in his body anymore. Here's another clip.
0: But uh, somebody said to me, "Will you, for God's sake, stop asking actors how they act? It's an unanswerable question. Nobody gives a damn how people act." But I read that James Dean was somebody you were interested in as to his theory of acting, that he was resistant to really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But that once he did, what terms did he talk about acting in?
2: Well, um, <laughs> I was like, the cheeky run and rub without a cause finally. I'd had it because I, until I saw James Dean at 18, I knew that I was the best actor pound for pound anywhere in the world, young actor in my mind that I was convinced of that until I saw Dean work and he was doing things that was totally out of my league. I had no idea. I'd done Shakespeare at the Old Globe Theater. My background was classical and and I gave great line readings and uh, appeared to be very natural and very naturalistic, but it was all it was all preconceived. It was all like thought out things. And I saw Dean improvising and doing things that were just not on the printed page and I didn't know what he was doing and he was doing it different every time. So finally, I'd had it on the chicky run, and he wouldn't talk to me, so I grabbed him and I threw him into a car. And I threatened him. Into a him car. Into a car. Into a car, and I threatened him and so on and to tell him that I was the best young actor, but he was better, and I had to know what he was doing or else, you know? Yeah. And so uh, <clears throat> he calmed me down, and he said, Well, you've got to start doing things and not showing them. And I said, well, I don't know what does that mean. Do something and don't show it. And he said, Well, if you're drinking a cup of coffee, you got to just drink drink the coffee, not act drinking the coffee. You oh. got to really drink the coffee. And he said, It'll be very difficult at first because you'll be very self conscious about it. But you know, you just got to drink it. Or if you're smoking a cigarette, you got to smoke the cigarette, not act smoking the cigarette. But what if you have to kill your wife? Assuming you're not O.J. Simpson.
1: Oh my! And we'll stop right there. Dennis Hopper, one of the people. I bring up Dennis Hopper and that's him with Dick Cavett because, you know, right after James Dean was killed, Giant was finished, but there were audio parts that needed to be finished. And for some reason, Dennis Hopper was the only one who could mimic James James Dean's voice and had to finish those audio parts, you know, because he, he had died. Um, but, you know... Let's let's just go through here. <sighs> James Dean loved racing cars and in fact his brand new Uh, Porsche Spider convertible were on their way to a race in Salinas, 90 miles south of San Francisco. Witnesses maintain that Dean hadn't been speeding at the time of the accident. In fact, turn speed had made a left turn right into the uh, Spider's path. But some people point out that it must have been driving awfully fast. He'd gotten a speeding ticket in Bakersfield, 84 miles from the crash site at 3.33 p.m. And then had stopped at a diner for a Coke, which meant that he had covered quite a distance in a relatively short period of time. Still gathering twilight and the glare from the setting sun would have made it impossible for turnspeed to see the Porsche coming, no matter how fast it was going. Rumor has it that Dean's car, which he had nicknamed the Little Bastard, was cursed. After the accident, the car rolled off the back of a truck and crushed the legs of a mechanic standing nearby. Later, after a used car dealer sold its parts to buyers all over the country, the strange incidents multiplied. The car's engine, transmission, and tires were all transported, transplanted into cars that were subsequently involved in deadly crashes. And a truck carrying the spider's chassis to a highway uh, safety expedition skipped off the road killing its driver. The remains of the car vanished from the scene of the accident and haven't been seen since. And then a week later or, or was it a week later? Okay, so this is September 30th, 2020. 65 years later. So I mean there's there's theories That he faked his own death. That the studio collaborated. It's like, okay, conspiracy theory. Ah, here we go. On October 26, 1955, Rebel Without a Cause premiered. Isn't that a crazy, crazy thing? The only film uh, in his lifetime that he got to see finish was East of Eden. East of Eden is such a crazy movie. It's such a good movie. Directed by Ilya Kazan. You know, um the movie got mixed reviews, Rebels out of cause. That's weird. And then he dies and it's like boom. But East of Eden was the first movie. Ilya Kazan and Steinbeck didn't want him. You know, here he was this method actor. Yeah, Julie Harris, Richard Davarless. Dravelus and uh, Joe Van Fleet, Raymond Massey, who played his father. I mean, you know, East of Eden really is the moment. In fact, he was nominated posthumously for an Oscar for East of Eden, and then later nominated posthumously for Giant. Rebel, you know, uh, East of Eden made him known. Rebel Without a Cause made him a star and Giant made him a legend. So those are three films and things, you know, people die in threes. And in fact, um, in Dead Famous, the episode Vampyra had said, you know, they were walking down the street in Los Angeles in 1955, early September. And there was this extra, extra Robert Francis had been killed in a plane crash. And James Dean, they ha- James Dean said to her, they happened in threes. And he says, I'm next. And he was next. So yeah, it was, it was a weird moment. It was a Bobby Soxer right after, you know, the, the red jacket, the hair, the everything about East of uh, a rebel without a cause made him a star an icon, you know, East of Eden made him a star, but rebel without a cause made him a, a, an icon. And then giant, giant just further cemented, you know, that what could have been aspect of, uh, you know, the, the mystique that is James Dean, the car crash, you know, I mean, there's been rumors that the car was cursed. We just read that, you know, um, he made a PSA with gig young, uh, you know uh 13 days before the crash oh my i'm reading um you know there's always interesting things that go on so he's buried in indiana think i have been down that road before um the crash site is i mean it's wild it truly is wild to see the images you know here we go seven little known facts about james dean okay I always hate it when, you know, you're trying to read something and a window opens. He had family issues. Dean was born in Marion, Indiana on February 8th, 1931. Dean's father went and left farming to become a dentist and moved the family to Santa Monica, California. But when Dean's mother died from cervical cancer when he was nine, the family broke apart. His father sent him back to Indiana to live on his aunt and uncle's Quaker farm. And this was the beginning of an estrangement between father and son that would haunt them for the rest of their lives. Dean had some dirty habits. He was a symbol of sexy on screen but off screen the five foot eight 135 pounds sorry had some quirky and dirty and and unwashed habits dean supposedly didn't care much about his public appearance and went for the disheveled look at one formal luncheon he showed up barefoot in filthy jeans and was known to appear at rehearsals and pants held together with safety pins he was also known for having pretty extreme mood swings according to friends who said he also had the habit of calling or visiting them late at night he'd be up one minute and down the next he was uncomfortable in his own skin one of them said He looked up to Marlon Brando. James Dean respected another brooding actor of the day, Marlon Brando. While Dean was just emerging in Hollywood, the slightly older Brando had major success as Stanley Kowalski in Streetcar Named Desire. His iconic role as a motorcycle gang leader in The Wild One and he had just won the oscar for on the waterfront dean attempted to call brando and see him socially but brando rebuffed his attempts at a friendship i gave him the name of a psychoanalyst and he went at least his work improved brando said dean wanted to be billy the kid in his short career james dean played fictional non-conformists who played by their own rules but if he had lived in he may have taken on the role of a real life outlaw. He read and reread the book, The Authentic Life of Billy the Kid, and frequently spoke of wanting to portray the Wild West gunslinger in a film. He confused Ronald Reagan with his acting method. Before he made it in movies, Dean worked a lot on television. A fan of improvising, he went off script on one show and threw A few ad-libs at one of his co-stars, actor and future president, Ronald Reagan, who was totally confused by Dean's acting method. Reagan wasn't the only one who disliked Dean's spontaneity. Just make him say the lines as they're written, one actor said. sexuality has been a matter of debate although Dean was briefly engaged to actress Pierre Pierre Angelil his sexuality has been a matter of debate. A number of biographers doubt his relationship with Angelil was a physical one. Some biographers believe he was bisexual. Others characterize him as homosexual who have one or two brief affairs with women. It was rumored that his first sexual experience occurred as a teenager when a local minister seduced him. that's disturbing Dean liked to perform magic tricks When he wasn't acting or racing cars Dean liked to practice magic tricks A smoker who had often pho- photographed With a cigarette dangling from his mouth Dean put a magical spin On his tobacco habit He would put an unlit cigarette And a flaming match into his mouth And then pull out a burning cigarette Another reason why Dean was smoking hot Okay That's a weird factoid Yeah Yeah so James Dean, you know, died 65 years today in that auto crash. It was a disturbing auto crash. Everyone that's talked about him has said, you know, they, that they knew. Um, Elizabeth Taylor has talked extensively about the car, the car crash. You know, um, they had just finished making Giant. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's truly a tragedy. You know, um, 65 years ago I mean, you gotta think about it Okay, so he was 24 at the time 24, that was 65 years ago If he had lived, he would have been 89 years old So, yeah It's one of those things And here at the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast You know, we talk about history of film And we talk about films We talked about yeah, Rebel Without a Cause Giant is just one of those movies Oh my god A lot of racism A lot of money A lot of oil James Dean I mean there are those moments with James Dean He even at one point is aged in the movie How strange that that didn't really happen East of Eden East of Eden is the first film For which he was had a starring role He'd been in other films as a bit player, you know, and it all came to an end on September 30th, 1955 at 5.45 p.m. And, you know, uh, I remember watching an interview that Vampyra gave and she said how she was in a car wreck and Marlon Brando saw her and went, oh, I smelled death in my nostrils. James Dean had not yet been buried. So, I mean, yeah, it's... Um, it's truly it's truly a weird moment. You know, I mean, it's people who are who die that young, you know, there's that old saying, die young, leave a good-looking corpse. 24 years old. You know. I mean, that that's that's all folks. His influence is continuous. You know, I know that certain family members, either they controlled his estate. I'm not sure. He is buried in Indiana. People do, to, to this day, make the pilgrimage to his grave. Um, I may have read somewhere that at one point someone stole his headstone. That's disturbing. But yeah, it's, you know, devotees, film people. A lot of people have tried to replicate that car that he died in. You know the car was cursed, and um, you know these 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 actors. I mean, you got to think about it, though. Three films, three films, and he made it to the AFI's One Hundred Years, One Hundred Stars list, list of the twenty-five female and male screen actors of the twentieth century, and he made that list only three films. And you think of, okay, his influence, his star power, you know, what, what he brought to a film, and he's only in three films. And you can count them on one hand. East of Eden, 1955. Rebel Without a Cause, 1955. And Giant, 1956. Giant is a long epic starring Elizabeth Taylor, Rock Hudson, Mercedes McCambridge, Dennis Hopper, and James Dean. Rebel Without a Cause, that's really right there. That's the star-making film right there. You've got Sal who unfortunately also, you know, died... At the age of 37, he was stabbed to death in the 70s. Natalie Wood, who was who died in mysterious drowning in 1981 at the age of 43. Those are the top main stars, a rebel without a cause, and they're gone. So, the influence of James Dean continues. People are still enamored with his image, his icon status, his death. His death, you know, that's why we talk about it today. We talk about that moment, the moment that everything changed, you know, and he became he became famous through his death. So this has happened before with, you know, Heath Ledger. There's no real, you know, similarity, except he got an Oscar after he died. You know, Heath Ledger was already known. He was known for Brokeback Mountain. For, you know, that one film that he did with I forget her name. But that's not, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about James Dean, you know. James Dean. it has been gone for 65 years. He has been parodied. Oh, he has. In fact, I know that they used a hologram to make him appear in a new movie. That's disturbing. <laughs> Every time I say a certain word, my watch kind of flickers. So, But the Dead Famous episode is interesting you know, they try to tap into the spirit of James Dean. They go to the crash site. That's a little morbid right there, you know? Um, but yeah, 65 years. I remember when I first watched Rebel Without a Cause, it was 2005. He had been dead for 50 years, you know? I mean, It's continuous, it's, you know, new generations discover his films. They learn the story. There is a movie, I think, called September 30th about his death and a bunch of girls. uh, In fact, I think uh, Cher is. And so there you have it dr zeus film podcast talking about james dean 65 years later we got cut off earlier but i think that's the best part end that way because he was cut down in his prime as always unpleasant dreams